homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Welcome to all the monks and novices and blessings to all the laity. This period of time we are living in is one of the infectious virus, the coronavirus or COVID-19. And all countries have received troubles from this virus equally. Whether they are prosperous countries such as America, the UK, Japan, China and others, they have all received lots of troubles. Thailand has caught the coronavirus from China because last year there were many Chinese tourists visiting Thailand. All the countries were watching what would happen to Thailand. They probably wouldn't be able to overcome the pandemic easily. It would likely spread quickly and be difficult to control the situation, because we know that Thai people like to enjoy pleasures and are friendly and they have a closely knit society. It's a society that has a slogan for being Sabai Sabai, taking it easy, that is Thailand. But when it came time that it was an emergency and dangerous, the Thai people followed the rules well. And this was what the majority of people did, 99% of people. And all the people received the information on how to protect against the virus. That for this virus, they needed to wear a mask and use hand sanitizer at every location. Wherever one would go, to the shops, to the monastery, all the various places would have hand sanitizer available for use freely. Each person had caution and mindfulness to protect against the virus entering the body. And the good outcome was that hardly anyone would catch the other illnesses, such as flu, foodborne illnesses, and respiratory illnesses. This is because COVID is more vicious than the other illnesses. It is the world champion of illnesses. All the other illnesses had to retreat. And for the treatment of the COVID virus, Thailand was also leading the world. If someone got sick in Thailand, whether they were Thai, Chinese, European, American, the medical practitioners would get an emergency vehicle to pick them up and give them good treatment. It's accepted in the world that Thailand treats them well and looks after them well. This was so that the virus didn't spread more than it already was. Because if it spread more than this, Thailand would probably not be able to handle it. It couldn't receive that many sick people at any one time. And this is a sickness that reaches everyone. If you leave the poor and sick people untreated, then these people will be the ones who spread the virus. So there needed to be kindness to all the poor and underprivileged people. And the doctors didn't view those they treat as being good people or poor people, but they treated them equally well. And we know that overseas and in many countries, there are just so many sick until the doctors who can't treat everyone need to select who they treat. And the doctors have had to make the most difficult decisions of their lives. 
Mostly the doctors will advise the sick to recover at home, or for the elderly over 70, they leave them untreated. If they survive, they survive. If they die, they die. They don't treat them. Why? Because there are too many that are sick. Because the resources of doctors and nurses, other medical practitioners, the hospital and staff, they just can't treat everyone. They try to treat the young men and women that can help in the future work of the country. Like injured soldiers in a war. If they are very injured, they can't fight the war anymore, so they leave them to die. But the Thai society is a society that has respect for the elderly, so they try to treat all the people for everyone to get better. The doctors and nurses do their duties fully. They treat them to the best of their ability. We Anumodana rejoice with the medical practitioners in Thailand and in other countries, all the people who are fully helping and have sacrificed their lives and received suffering and difficulties of all sorts in order to help the sick people to recover. Here we reflect on the times when people have a lack of necessities and live in difficulty, like in a world war or in this era with the many struggling people that have come from lockdowns in houses, cities and countries and they have no work and no money to buy food. Many people have lost their jobs. Those who had high wages and have wasted that money carelessly, they may be people now without any food to eat. Those with high status jobs, they may have no job anymore. They have had to find a job that they would never have done before so that they can survive. But when it comes to the time of need, then everyone will let go of their ego and conceit and just search for the necessities sufficient to go on living. But there are still many who can't support their life. They have lost their jobs and have no money to buy food. And there have been people who have had the idea of setting up a cupboard called a community charity cupboard. They will set these up in the villages, in the centres of communities, and those who have excess food will put food into that cupboard, and people who don't have are able to come and take food from this cupboard. This is the community charity cupboard. But there is no one that protects the cupboard, which brings up a problem. What problem? Those who don't know moderation will come with a bag and take all the things there, and they will ask others whether they have any more bags because they don't have enough bags to put all the things in. Here, these people are called relatives of Jujaka. We probably have heard in Buddhism, those who have massive greed are called Jujaka. They come and take everything. Jujaka had a wife already, but there was no one to come and look after his wife, and she complained every day. Jujaka went to go find the Buddha-to-be, to go ask him for his children, Ganha and Jali, to take as slaves to look after his own wife. This is what Jujaka did. Here the Buddha-to-be gave him his children. This is the parami of the Buddha, that he needed to give up his children for the attainment of Buddhahood. And after receiving the children, Jujaka even beat the children in front of the Buddha-to-be. When Jujaka asked for the children from the Buddha and the Buddha had made the gift, Ganha and Jali 
ran into the dam to hide. They were smart as well as they walked in backwards to make it look like as if they only walked out of the dam. The Buddha knew this and he said to them, Don't hit the fish in front of the trap. All the fish that would come into the trap will scatter. The meaning of this is that the Buddha-to-be that is making this gift is the fish. The attainment of Buddhahood is the fish trap. This is the wish to enter into it for the sole purpose to free all sentient beings from the cycle of samsara. Hearing these words, it sounds so impressive. The Buddha gave up his beloved children in order to perfect his parami, to attain to becoming a perfectly awakened Buddha. So those who have massive greed arise like this are called Jujaka. Jujaka, after receiving Ganha and Jali, instead of being thankful, hit them in front of the Buddha. But the Buddha could cease his anger. He even picked up a vessel thinking that he may harm Jujaka. But the Buddha ceased those thoughts of anger as he had already given up the children for the attainment of Buddhahood. This is an incredibly difficult thing to do. It is not easy at all to build the Barami of a Buddha. And we come back to the charity cupboard. It may be just a small number of people, maybe just 5% who have a lot of greed. But most people will just take in moderation and there is enough to share around, depending on availability, just to ease the suffering of people. Because if we look at ourselves, if we are excessively lacking, we are hungry, then we may do bad actions like stealing, taking things of others. It would become chaotic. And those who have enough, they wouldn't be able to live in happiness because they will be outnumbered by those who don't have. And in the end, there will be chaos all around the city. So it's a good chance that in this present situation, those that have get a chance to make merit and provide charity and sacrifice by helping those in need and are lacking. We have metta, kindness to each other. Metta is the quality that supports the world. And giving alms charity like this didn't only happen in this era. In the time of the Buddha, there was this as well. There was one family, the family of a rich person with the name Badawatiya Seti, who lived in the city of Badawati. In this city, a cholera pandemic arose. And this cholera is a sickness that one becomes infected with a deadly bacteria, which gives symptoms of severe diarrhea and is fatal. It makes the body lose water quickly, and one can die because of dehydration and shock. If they didn't get treated, then the sick person would die within hours. And at that time of the Buddha, there was no medicine to treat cholera. Similar to this present-day situation where there is no medicine to treat COVID-19. But in this present day, science has advanced that we can develop vaccines. But in the past, medicine was not developed like this. When severe illnesses such as cholera arose, there was no medicine to treat it and many died. For cholera, the flies would die first and then grasshoppers, mice, chicken, dogs, cats, cows would die progressively and then humans would die from it later. All around the city there would be death. 
people would leave their houses and evacuate the city. The family of Badawatiya Seti left their house and fled the city, and they arrived in the prosperous city of Kosambi, and he had a friend there called Kosaka Seti. They had traded before, sending goods to each other, but they had never met and seen each other. When this family got to Kosambi city, they stayed the night in a public rest area, and there were many people who were travelling into this city. Gosaka Seti had set up a charity distribution centre to give out food to the poor and those coming from afar. It was located far from their house, but they would open this every day, and many would come to get parcels of rice. The one distributing the food would ask how many portions they required, how many people, and give out accordingly. Lady Samawadi came to receive the food and she said she needed three portions for her mother and father. And the one in charge of distributing the alms had kindness and compassion for her and took her up as a foster child. And Lady Samawadi gave the food to her father, but her father had travelled for many days and endured much fatigue and suffering and ended up dying that night. And the next day, Lady Samawadi came to receive the food and said she needed two portions, so just received two parcels of rice. And after she went back, there was a complication with her mother, who had great sorrow that her husband had died, and in the end she passed away. And Lady Samawadi came the next day to receive just one portion. And the one in charge of distribution of arms learnt of this news and felt sad for her. And Lady Samawadi was one with mindfulness and wisdom. She saw the disorganization in the way the arms food was distributed and received, and that there were problems with the waiting lines. So she advised the one in charge of arms to make a fence and form people in queues. This is something like the social distancing these days. But back then it wouldn't have been to that extent. But it did make the queues more organized and it made the poor people coming to receive the food do so silently. Everyone entered the queue. So there were queues even since that time. Lady Samawadi knew how to organize queues. And when it was reorganized like this, there was no more sound of chaos. The rich man was curious what had happened. Kosaka Seti asked and found out that Lady Samawadi had been the one to organize and make it like this. And he found out that she was the daughter of the friend that he had never got a chance to see. He felt bad that he couldn't look after the friend he had been trading for for a long time. He had never seen him, but felt close to him. And he had also passed away in his city. So he adopted her and brought her up as his own daughter and named her Samawadi. Wadi means fence or wall. And he gave her 500 women as maids to look after her as well. And King Udena of Kosambi was touring the city and saw this lady and her 500 maids in waiting. And he liked her and upon asking found that she had no husband. So he asked to look after her as his wife. Here, Kosaka Seti did not feel right if she went by herself, so he didn't allow Lady Samawadi to go. 
the king ordered Gosaka Seti to be evicted from his house and locked him out of the city. Lady Samawadi came back home and found out what had happened and said she would voluntarily go. But she asked the king if she could have the maids accompany her. The king had no problem with this request. Even 1,000 people would be fine. He could look after them all. So Lady Samawadi entered the palace with her 500 maids-in-waiting. So we can see that in the past era, there was giving like this already. It may not have been community charity cupboards, but was instead community armed centres of Gosaka Seti that looked after the poor and needy. And even Anatta Pindika Seti opened armed centres in each of the four directions of the city to give to the poor and needy, in all four directions. The rich people in the past were like this. They were rich in the world and rich in the Dhamma. When they had a lot, then they shared that happiness. This is called the givers of happiness. In this era, the people aren't rich to that level, but everyone all helps with a small share. They put some of their things into that community cupboard. And the monks, they have no wealth. But when the monks go on alms round and the lay people give them alms and he sees it's beyond what he can consume, he takes the food and puts it in the community cupboard. He does this every day, each day. We Anumodana, he's generous and considerate mind. Everyone has consideration for others. And in other countries, they also have something like this. It may not be like a community cupboard, but it might be a centre that gives out charity and people go there to receive food. And in some countries, people queue up for this and there's a long line of cars, something never seen in its history. This virus pandemic has led to much suffering and troubles. But if we look and contemplate it with mindfulness and wisdom, then this is an opportunity for us to build merit and barami. We have self-sacrifice. It's just like we are following the Buddha's teachings. May you all help out. Because metta is the quality that supports the world. When we have some things that we can share, then we do so. May the results of this karma of sharing give you happiness and prosperity, good health, and lead to the seeing and knowing the Dhamma. May you grow in blessings.